And if the real thing don't do the trick, you better pick up something quick. We're gonna burn, 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 burn. Ooh, Rudo Duda. I don't know what the hell I was expecting, but it wasn't that, and I'm happier for it. I was working on that all fucking week. People at your I, job are just like, "What the fuck?" They're is like, happening? "What are you singing, dude?" And I'm like, "What?" I'm singing first of all, whatever the fuck I want. Second of all, <laughs> I'm singing those the, the bring in for our episode today. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Petey Page. I am Mike. J-Mac. Brutal Dudes. We have a very special guest. Please introduce yourself, sir. My name is Mark Gervais. I am from the Great Media Comic Con. All right. That awesome. just sounds awesome. It does. <laughs> it sounds great. I would, anything. I would introduce yourself that way, like even in like social settings. <laughs> I, I typically do. I have a cape too, but um, some people get upset about the cape. Yeah. What what kind of cape? Is it like a barbershop cape or is it like no. a Lando Calrissian cape? Yeah, it's like more like a Calrissian, yeah. but longer. I don't know how Batman does it because I trip over it all the time. So Because he, <laughs> so it's attached to his helmet? I think. Yeah. So it yeah. lifts it up that little bit for his stiletto boots that he wears. That makes sense. I, it's it's I'm superhero. I just superhero. feel like I couldn't pull off the cape. Like Calrissian killed it so hard that I just can't compete with that. Yeah, I I watch other people with capes, and I'm like, I don't I don't know that a cape is me. Yeah. Like even rent. Do you mess? So I I couldn't go. I sweat too much to do full superhero yeah. like Batman costume. So I'd have to do the Lando, and I won't look that cool. Yeah. I. <laughs> I I always like I've always preferred the tiny cape, like the Spider-Man cape from like 60s Spider-Man, where he like webbed himself a cape for no reason. He just wasted web food. It was a fashion statement. Like yeah. he always like, and it, this is the thing that always pissed me off about Spider-Man. Since we're talking about Comic Con, like you got you have a limited amount of web fluid in the 60s because it, it hasn't evolved into your natural shit or whatever they have now. So you you're creating the web fluid and you're just wasting it on a cape that does nothing for you. You're the most agile creature on the planet. You don't need a cape. You'll be fine. As somebody who runs a Comic-Con, do you get sick of these types of discussions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh you're going to laugh? No. I always I always pose outlandish questions to guys um that are far superior in their knowledge of stuff than mine. You know what I mean? Like I like to ask ridiculous questions like who would win in a fight, you know, uh, Daredevil or a Orca Whale? You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, what, what is that? You know what I mean? Is that that's not a fight? You know, that's never gonna happen. Daredevil's not gonna fight an Orca Whale. You know what I mean? Could. But it could. He's a very Catholic it could. Dude. Yeah, he's a Catholic dude, and Jonah and the Whale is a Catholic story, and Jonah fought that whale. That's, There's also Orca the Killer. Well, he lost. Whale. The whale spit him up. So. <laughs> If he dresses as a dolphin, he's fucked because orca whales go after dolphin. No, dolphins go after orca whales, right? I have no idea. Is it the opposite? Orca whales. I think dolphins are orca whales' enemies. Are they? I think they spear them with their with their needle. I have just been so the my in laws have a place near beach, and I, I'm trying not to dox myself. That's why I'm not <laughs> saying, but I'm there a lot. And that little piece of the ocean, there's a lot of dolphins in there, and every time I'm in there, people scream shark. 
who are not used to seeing them. So they'll just see like a fin pop up and freak out and scream shark. But every time we have to run out too, because it might be a shark one time. <laughs> so even though we know there's dolphins in there, we have to run out like fucking idiots too, in case it is a shark. Yeah, you, don't wanna be, you don't want to be the one, the one shark NATO guy that stays in the water. Right. And then the thing comes up and bites a piece of your asshole. Yeah. I am just not a dolphin guy. I don't like them. I think they're the creeps of the sea. Um, really? Yeah, they're beady little eyes. I was not a big fan of that movie Flipper. You know what I mean? I See, just, I dude, there's something about them that just, it, it give me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, I don't want to be around them. I'm not a fan. No dolphins I, for me. I agree with you with Flipper. Flipper used to freak me the fuck out because I always felt like he was smarter than me at that uh, level when is. I watched him. I was like, the motherfucker is. can balance on his tail in the water. I can barely stay above it. Like yeah. while I'm like balancing and I'm good. I'm a good swimmer. And it's like, I can't keep my head up. This dude's balancing on his tail. Like, fuck you guys. Check this out. But yeah. I will say this. I was softened on dolphins by echo to dolphin. Oh, cause that game yeah. was the shit. It's so, weird. so hard, like it unbelievably yeah. hard though, but, it's, but yeah. it's not, it's, and this is what I always say. It is so hard, but it's not echo's fault that it's hard. Right. No, no, you're right. It's and not, like, it was the blame, aliens, right? Yeah. Like you can blame like <laughs> Abe odds world's Abe's Abe's odyssey or whatever that game. You can blame yeah. that on Abe being a gangly fucking worm creature. But like right. you can't blame Echo because Echo's just literally a dolphin, and he's like, "What the yeah. fuck is going on in my dolphin world right now? All this yeah. crazy shit." <laughs> I'm just a fucking mammal, dude, trying to live. Anybody listening to this who hasn't played Echo the Dolphin, if you want to know what it's like to feel super high and not do drugs, <laughs> play Echo the Dolphin with no context. Yeah, just jump yep. into it. <laughs> yeah, it'll That's beat you up right. though. Get ready because it's fun. It's fun for the it first is, yeah. few minutes, and then it's like incredibly difficult. Yeah, it's it reminds me a lot of Aladdin for Sega. Uh, I love that was the game. same oh. way. Like you get, you're like, yo, this is fun. I'm a cartoon, and then the <laughs> levels are just like, oh hey, bend over, guy. We're gonna butt fuck you, and you're not gonna be able to get out of it. It's like phew. Disney was actually. Hardcore. I actually heard a story. Uh, fuck, I was at a flea market, and I was talking to some guy who was selling old school video games, and he's like, uh. Disney, when they did like the Lion King and the Aladdin games, they built those games to um you could only like they they that's why like the third or the fourth level was also always stupid fucking hard because they realized that you could make more money from renting video Rentals. games. Yes, kids, yep. you could rent video games back in the day. Um and uh, you could they made more money off of rentals because you could go and rent the game and then like you'd get to level four and be like, well, fuck, there's like, I want to get to the end of the game. I, I got to re-rent it. And uh, that's that's why those games were always uh, like stupid hard is because yeah. the, they wanted the money off the rentals. So Blockbuster would uh, and rental companies would pay almost like a thousand dollars per film and or video game. That's what they would pay to basically purchase that movie and uh, the license to rent that thing out. Mm -hmm. So the more they rented it out and the, the harder it was, it almost like built in it. Like, dude, I can tell you, I played Pac-Man Adventure over and over again. And I don't know if that game even ends. You know what I mean? Like, and it's <laughs> not a good game. But yeah. I just remember it's like, I have this. It's not hard. I'm a kid. And I'm like, I can beat this. You know what I mean? But it's like. I don't know if you could. That's yeah, right. the crazy part. So, Marvel yeah, I, I, yeah, dude, games, games were built like that. Definitely, the the uh, the rental time was like you'll see a lot of that out of like '90s games for I sure. Miss that time. I really do. 
I'm not even just just trying to be nostalgic. Like, right. I mean, not only do I, I genuinely could argue the quality of stuff at that time, but I think it's that and nostalgia that we have something special because we're better than every other generation. Yeah. Fuck you, boomers. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you one of us, Mark? <laughs> One of, us. one of us one of us no, i'm just kidding <laughs> what do you what do you mean one of us what's your what's your age what's your generation age i'm 37 there you go you're one of yeah, us yeah Woo! He's, good. he's good you're in the club but not not before we get too far off topic you know pete brought up you know being in some sort of a flea market or something like that you being a comic-con guy uh what kind of vendors can people expect at your event this april uh we have uh artists we've got Toy vendors. Um, we have uh, like plushies, and um, I mean, dude, literally everything. Uh, comic book artists. We have a little bit of everything for everybody, so, and that's like the, really the best way to put it. We've got. Um, there's a food vendor. We're gonna have everything under the sun is pretty much fit into that building. Um, uh, we've got some really good new ones, and we've got a lot of returning vendors from last year who saw a lot of success in their first year. Um, guys like Johnny Necker who do like indie horror comic books, he's coming back. Um, and then we've got like Raven Amaro. She does Raven's art. She does like uh, like anime style stuff. She's coming back, and she's a lot of people. And you know some exciting new ones. We've got like Stormwind Collectibles. He does. Um, I, I hit a lot of comic cons. I, it's kind of like why I did this and, and why I, I uh, um, me and my partners did this is because I was going to a lot of comic cons and like my buddy kind of was like, dude, maybe you should think about doing one. And I was like, huh, that's a cool idea. <laughs> um, have you ever been to Rhode Island? I have not. No, I've been to. Yeah, I, I we haven't been to a lot of ones out of state, but I've, we've been to some in New Jersey. Um, the last one I went to was um in Delaware was a Blue Hen Comic Con. Uh, I didn't get to go to that. Yeah, that one was huge. That was really big. Um, Frank, I know I'd mentioned before the podcast. Um, Frank Percy, one of our, my partners, um, he was one of the featured artists there. Um, so it was it was really cool. We got I got to hang out with Ming Ten from the uh, Comic Book Men show. Yeah, and like a friend of um like Kevin Smith. He was really cool. Me and him were just hanging out and. Uh, laughing and, and and uh you know telling stories and stuff like that and i was asking him questions about because that's all he does man i mean besides that he runs like a a podcast studio somewhere in new jersey uh but like he flies around he's like at a comic con every weekend you know what i mean so Damn. yeah he, uh, he, my friend joey was on the show was on comic book man oh shoot really yeah he did a uh he had an episode i didn't i didn't even get him to talk about that when he was on the show. oh shit yeah i was gonna say why didn't we talk about that i, I totally forgot he yeah. uh he took he took a piece of uh, it was it was Justice League art with by George Perez, and he took it okay. because he wanted to. Um, it was like a limited edition print. He wanted to save money because his wife's favorite performers of all time were Donnie and Marie, and they were doing a reunion. And he ended up using that money to buy her tickets for their anniversary because Aww. Joey's fucking creative and awesome. Nice. So he, but he he yeah, went on the show for it, and they asked him a crazy <laughs> Star Wars question, and Joey is like a Star Wars fanatic. And he he answered the question, and it like he answered it so succinctly that they literally were like, "Wow!" <laughs> I was like, "Damn, dude, that's cool as shit." Yeah, but uh, so what 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 is it in, like? What does it entail to put it to put something like this together? I imagine it's a lot of work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I have a great cast and crew of partners, and, and um, I can't speak highly enough about the people that I work with in putting something like this together. Um, I'm, I always tell people I'm constantly grateful um, for all the hard work they put in, and um, I'm blessed by it, to be honest. I, um, you know, Frank does a lot of the art, so when you see, like, the pictures of the trolley and, um, like, the, the DeLorean, that's Frank. Frank's drawing that. Um, that's his art. He's using for it. Yeah. Um, and, like, I'm not... So, like, we all have specialties within the group. You know what I mean? Like, we all have kind of, like, different mindsets and how we are able to handle... We all do everything, but we all have kind of different you know, I guess like niches, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we all have like, I'm into comic books, but I couldn't tell you the artists, you know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> like I know Jack Kirby and stuff like that, but like I, some of the artists I would have no idea about. And that's just because I'm not deeply in, in, in tuned with the, the comic book community. Like some people, so Frank, he knows Mark McKenna, who's one of our celebrity comic book artist who's coming in and he's done everything from avengers to um spider-man 2099 he's worked on it all like he's he's like a who's who of uh of marvel and, and so it's like all the knowledge that we kind of like put together we collaborate and come up with ideas and reach out to people and um it's a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of conversations and a lot of talking and uh, it's work. And we, you know, we, I think we were, we're doing a pretty good job. It's our second year and our first year, you know, we, it was our first time out doing an event like this and we drew over a thousand people. Um, and that was pretty stupendous. Yeah. It was, dude, it's only a 5,600 square foot and uh, space. Um, and it's not huge. And uh, to put a thousand people through there was like, it was crazy. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy. We had a line till from 10 o'clock to about four o'clock in the afternoon. And then it finally started to kind of let up a little bit where we could breathe. Um, but we're, we're expecting to do it again this year. So now, was that something with this being your second year? At what point during the first year did you know there was going to be a second year? Did you know this was a success and you're going to continue this? Uh, we I, we kind of already determined it before we even did it. Um, what that would look like and what that would entail could be two different things. Does that make sense? So depending on the success of where we go, um, our budget would either increase or we would stay the same and then continue to just progress like progress slowly this year we saw we saw the demand and we saw what we could do in a very short period of time and um there were some things that were presented to us that we weren't able to do last year simply because we weren't there yet it's our first event you know what i mean like dude you could there are cons that go out there and they throw everything at the wall to make it stick and it doesn't work you know what i mean like it just you have the vendors complain they hate it the celebrities nobody shows up so why are they sitting there 
Um, and, and I don't, we didn't want to be that. And all of our celebrities that we had last year, um, are almost like friends. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and Beatrice, uh, I'm going to mispronounce her last name. And she might yell at me. Um, but she was the, she played Amanda Kruger in the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. She was there last year and she couldn't make it this year. We had a scheduling um, issue between us and it's not a big deal. Um, we're super friendly. We still support her. We want to work with her again in the future. Um, but dude, she raved. She was raving about us. I just saw the other day, she said something about our show and she goes, they're great guys. And um, we love to hear that and that we work very hard to make people feel comfortable there. It, it, and it's because it's not a huge con. You know what I mean? Like we're not a 20,000 square foot building, but we want the experience to be intimate with people where they can go in and talk to these celebrities and feel like they didn't have to wait in line all day. You know what I mean? Like, um, and there probably will be lines for certain people and that's, and or for a lot of them, but um, it's more like they're going to get a chance to talk to these people. Um, and it's not going to feel like they're put, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, there's a table between you, but it's not like when you walk into some of these cons, it's like a big empty space and it's, Dude, it can be you can be nerve wracking to get in one of these lines or just approach someone. You know what I mean? Like it's not like that. So um, we're excited, man. Yeah, that that's definitely. I already forgot what your question was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. You pretty much answered it. It was it, that's hey, cool. what what caused uh, what. When did you know it was the second one? And you pretty much answered. Yeah, it. So I, we kind of had decided beforehand. Yeah, we were we were leaning towards doing a second one, um, and. You know, we it all depended on the success, and we were much more successful um, than we thought we would have been last year, for sure. That's um, that's very WrestleMania esque, and I hate to compare you to Vince McMahon, especially well, now. Well, especially yeah, now, well. but like it's very, it's very much the story of how WrestleMania started. Is he put everything he had in the first one, and it was super successful, and he was able to do the second one, and you know, yeah. and then become super famous, and then allegedly uh, traffic women. Because you have to say allegedly if anything like that happens. But allegedly. Yeah. We have yeah. a lot of OJ talk, and we still have to say allegedly <laughs> with OJ, too. Because we're uh, trying to get him as a guest on the show eventually. So, Are you really? I tweeted him. He didn't oh, tweet me okay. back. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike, and, Mike and Pete challenged me to get these guys, and it was, it was a bunch of people, but in, included in that was the Pope, OJ Simpson, and Donald <laughs> Trump. And I actually got through to the Vatican. They oh, just, that's interesting. They just they they never responded. I guess the Pope listened to a couple episodes. He probably would. It wasn't, he, he wasn't his thing. It wasn't his thing. He's yeah. talking about prayers and shit. So I mean, I'm, I figure he's probably busy. Yeah, when he's ready to drop that new prayer, he knows he knows to come to us. He's out poping. So yeah. when he's done poping, he can come and hang with us. Uh, <laughs> it also sounds very similar to how we kind of do our thing too. Is you know you got to reach out to just a bunch of random people and you know grab grab what you can and build what you can and. That's kind of how we. That's kind of how we do it here. So that's pretty cool that uh, it's a similar experience. So Jimmy, yeah. we just gotta we just gotta do our like offshoot podcast, pious dudes, and then we can get the Pope. <laughs> You're right. We'll do <laughs> a clean, we'll do a clean podcast because <laughs> this is definitely not clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you, you know, you were mentioning the size of it and how you guys are still kind of in in those early stages and are going to grow it. Now, are you at the point like for this year for anybody who's going? Are there panels and things like that? We are. We are going to do panels for the first time this year. Um, That's awesome. We're, yeah, we're 
we don't have a breakaway room to do it in, but we're going to create one. So, um, Leah Savoli, who is one of our guests as well, she is also one of the producers of Delco the movie, and she is a she's become a dear friend, and I absolutely adore her. We as a company absolutely adore her. Um, she's been nothing but instrumental in helping set up these panels because I certainly have never done that before. And um, she's kind of been spearheading that, um, working with me to teach me about how to create panels and stuff like that. And, um, and, and she's, she's been very instrumental in that. Um, and we're very excited. So this year we're going to have panels. Um, I, the breakdown is, it looks like we're gonna have Delco, the movie, the panel, uh, yeah, we're going to announce that. Um, and then we're going to have like, uh, a voice artist panel. Um, we're going to have a comic book panel and then, um, she's going to, she's going to be mad at me, but we're going to have a, um, a panel she does is her panel. And I'm um, dude, I'm looking for my notebook with the name. I'm, she's going to yell at me. Um, but it's about, um, body image in Hollywood and, um, uh, like Bozzy, body positivity uh in the midst of all the hollywood glamour and you know obviously i'm i'm very much into fitness and seeing like how fitness influencers warp how people are supposed to perceive themselves so uh you you could do one too on just on just the uh the, the 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 fat revolution because there's a lot of like actors and actresses who like don't care anymore like jack black and he's I mean, one of the most amazing, talented dudes, and he's a big dude, and yeah. I respect that because I'm a big dude, and that works. Did you, know? you did you see the video for their Wicked Game cover? Yes, dude, it was awesome, amazing. You, Jack Black is a guy. Did you guys see that? No, I haven't seen that. What's it called? Were they like uh, in their undies game? or something? So, Tenacious D did a cover of uh, Chris Isaac's Wicked Game, and they okay. put out a music video for it, and they redo the original Wicked Game video. Which was a shirtless oh, wow. yeah. chasing a woman through the through the beach and yeah. it out of the ocean, but it's the two of them doing. I it. see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's them. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> I just think he's amazing. Like overall, ever since I saw Saving Silverman, I was like, that dude. I've got to meet that guy because that's one of my favorite movies of all. I'm trying to think what the first thing I saw him in was probably Mister Show. No. I saw him in X Files. Yes, he was an X Files. Oh, so it was probably uh, X Files. My first experience with Jack Black was Biodome. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. and HSD was the was the band That's that right. plays in the field. I completely forgot that. So yeah, that wow. was my first one. Yeah. Uh, here's another. Here's some more uh, uh, media trivia. Do you know what band played at the Battle of the Bands in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? Yeah. yeah. Primus. Yeah. Yeah. Primus. <laughs> wow. Of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they played. Uh, they were actually playing "Tonto the Cat," which is one of my favorite Primus songs. Fucking love that song. Um, yeah, but th- so that's cool. Um, so what other? So what other celebrity guests besides? I know you said you have Claudia Wells. She's yeah, she's one of the big ones. Uh, we have Mark McKenna. Uh, we've got Leah Savoli, who I just mentioned. Um, we have John Swayze, who we're super excited to bring him in. Um, he's like. Dude, if you Google anything in anime, he is probably done voice work for it. Oh, cool. uh, yeah, he's. I can't even like go into all the lists of what he's done, but he's been on One Piece. He was the main villain in My Hero Academia. 
Um, yeah. uh-huh. I mean, he's done. He was in the the Borderlands Two video game. Like I, he's. It's funny because talking to him, he was you know it's it's like it's more like asking him what he didn't do is easier. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah, he's got like two hundred and sixty one credits to his name. Um, oh. the guy's phenomenal. We're very excited to have him. He's one of the biggest names in anime uh, voice work today. So super, super excited to have him in. We've got the console war guys who we were trying to bring in last year, but um. One of the guys uh, had a child just before the Comic Con, so they weren't able to come last year. But um, waiting your priorities together, guys. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Did you have the baby? Dude, just put him in a dumpster and leave him for a couple of days. <laughs> I, <laughs> fine. I joked him. I was like, dude, you can have the baby at the con, and he was like, I do it. Would you could charge? Um, you could charge for baby photos. Photos. Yeah, um, <laughs> get a baby but, photo um, package. <laughs> they do like um they're YouTube guys, so they've been doing um YouTube stuff. I've been following them forever. Yeah, uh, I, I've been watching their stuff for a long time. Yeah, dude, they're great. They're hilarious. Uh, I've I've met them before. Um, we've been in talks for a long time. I'm I'm bi- I'm a big fan. Um, so it's kind of like a special privilege for me <laughs> to have them come out. Um, and they don't do a lot of comic cons. They don't. They just they just don't. Um. Yeah, I was gonna but, say I don't remember ever seeing them on a, a bill for something before. Yeah, the last one they did was um that Geekdom Con, and um that's when I finally got a chance to meet them. We had talked beforehand, but um that was a, the first time I actually got to like actually meet up with them, um and it was really cool Matt, meeting Pat and Dan. So um, that's funny yeah, that you, you mentioned know. that con. I was just I literally just saw that today. Jeff Ryan, a uh, oh brutal, nice brutal dude veteran on our show. He's an author. He wrote a he wrote a, a book about Nintendo, one about Princess Leia, and one about um Spider-Man, Spider-Man with yeah. the John Romita and John Romita Jr., the, the dynamic between them as Spider-Man artists. He is actually going to be at like Geekdom Con uh this year. Nice. That's what it was listed the, on the website. A funny thing, the owner of that Geekdom Con lives very close to me here in media. So <laughs> is this like a Bloods and Crips thing? Are you guys no, 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 are you about to drop a diss song? No, and we premiere it here. Nah, he's very nice. I uh, whenever I see him, I wave and I say, "Hey, man, how are you?" Blah 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 blah. I've, Under your I've, breath, you're like, "My con's so much better than yours." When you ask for a Lucy, you're like, "Nah, I ain't giving you a fucking Lucy, dude." <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, man. I, I um I try to be as friendly as I can with other comic book owners. We have um like Ocean City Comic Con is you know they're friends of us. They're actually coming up for the weekend to set up a table. They're going to be here. Um, James is super awesome. And then, um, you know, sh- I met Sean from the Blue Hand Comic Con. Um, God bless that guy because he's, I don't know his Comic Cons in his like third or fourth year. And uh, he's undertaking some stuff with that. You know what I mean? Like that is, he's grown exponentially and I wish him nothing but the best of luck. And he's been awesome to us. He was super gracious when we came down. And it was cool to, it's cool to talk to other con owners and um offer for them to offer advice to us and uh just you know it's it's cool man it's kind of like being in a weird club where you're all business owners and um it's you're all willing to share knowledge you know what i mean and and Mm -hmm. and amongst each other and like okay cool like come out you know what i mean like hey you guys want tickets come on out like come hang out at my con and it's um it's cool, man. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it, it's it's cool. Uh, we got one more 
celebrity I haven't mentioned. I hope that's all of them. Um, we've got uh, James Stokes. He he came last year. Uh, he's an actor, and his his one of his biggest roles is he got to play Jason Voorhees in two um, like full length uh, fan films. And uh, oh, nice. Jason, I mean James is a absolutely stellar person. Uh, I can't say enough about him. Um, he's been encouraging in my personal life, just as a person. Um, and he's dude, he's as big as he is. Okay, because he's a big guy, uh, and um, he's just a sweetheart, man. And uh, we're very excited to have him back. Um, and he's just super personable, and he he absolutely loves our con. So. It's it's gonna be awesome to have him come back, and we've got, you know, we've got Johnny Necro returning. Who is we uh, we call him the Wild Man of our Comic Con. So he is uh he's he's I don't know if you guys have seen him dress up as Doc Brown, and he did a, a commercial for us. But um, I did see that actually. I looked at it the other okay. day. Okay, check I was that out. Around. Yeah, dude, he's he's wild, man. We we absolutely appreciate him, um, and he's. Yeah, he's funny, dude. He's he's an awesome guy, but he's our wild man. So, um, yeah, man, we've got we've got a bunch of people coming that are uh are pretty awesome, and obviously, you know, Claudia Wells. You know, what can you say? Jennifer Parker from Back to the Future. So, Maybe. yeah, the original OG OG Jennifer. We're we're about to have uh, we just we just booked uh, Diane Franklin, who was one of the princesses from Bill and Ted. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, super stoked. Well, before we go any further, it looks like we've been joined by another guest. Hey, how's it going? Oh, there he is! Speak of the legend himself, Frank Percy. Oh, the hell he's talking about? I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Frank. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good, man. Good to be here. Glad to have you. Finally. <laughs> Took me a second. My goodness, what loops do we have to jump through, you know? It's amazing how, how far we've come with technology and then how still like behind. all the shit we can do. And it's like, there's but, still, the but we've not there. improved fitted sheets at all. Not at, I was talking about somebody online today. Fitted sheets, yeah. Yeah. Like why, how are we looking at sheets and going, no, we nailed that. Like <laughs> generations of people, I can control half of the shit in my house with my voice, but we still look at sheets and we're like, now this works. This is good. Yeah. You know, it should be back to speaking of back to the future. I feel like I it's you were go there. Yeah, little, go ahead. One of those little squares, right? Yep. It's like the shoes. And you just instead of having a fitted sheet so you can fold the sheet perfectly, when you put it on the bed, you have that little lip and you just push the button and it says and it says size adjusting, fit, and then it's boom, your sheet is fitted. Yeah. The end. <laughs> you make that happen? Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Perfect. You guys heard it here first. You got to go to the Delco Comic Con. Yeah. You will in, get these in, sheets in the back in the next panel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to do a panel about fitted sheets now. Yeah, you know, hey, I'm sure that'll get a huge turnout. Yeah, could you? Frank, Frank has the best custom socks you can get, guys, and he's probably going to yell at me, but it's true. Frank, Frank Percy is the best custom socks. What are these socks? They have his art on it. Oh, oh, that's nice. awesome! Just in general, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm happy when I find my name on one of those little keychains in the fucking in the <laughs> Amish like gift shop. You got socks that you drew? That's fucking rad, dude. Yeah, that is rad. Uh, it's uh, ones I got. Uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, 
printed, my artwork printed on. Yeah. That's so, awesome. T-shirts and uh, a few other items, but uh, it's limited to what I can, uh, you know, haul around with me to different cons, you know, so. Uh, so I assume these will be available at the con? Uh, probably not. I could just direct people to my website and they can order it themselves. Cause, uh, <laughs> look at Frank's face. I, I gotta haul this stuff around. I mean, it's like, my I don't blame you, dude. That's like crazy. A rat, like, beyond belief. Like, might as well get a covered wagon and a mule, you know, sell it out. Of the <laughs> I got a little bit of a morbid yeah, story yeah, that's right. related to that. We know a, uh, we, so I'm friendly with a group of people that do custom minifigures for Lego that oh, go that's to cons. Cool. And, Wait, uh, are you? Yeah, really. Oh, I need to talk to you about this off air. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know this. Yeah, dude, I'm like I'm like buddies with the guy that goes oh. to Rhode Island and uh and is at the 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 Monster Manias in Jersey. And um so they so they they lug all that stuff around. Yeah. And we're joking about it now. They got into a terrible car accident on the way back uh. and lost like 50% of the Legos because they were oh. just strewn about the like uh, could you imagine yeah. seeing that in an accident scene? And like the first thing I would think of is like, why were you doing Legos in the fucking car? You you yeah. fucking tools. No wonder you crashed. But they're not. They were just they. It was just in their trunk. They were coming back from a con. The yeah. room right next to the studio that we're in right now is filled with boxes. There's shelves in there, but the boxes aren't on the shelves. They're just on the floor. Because when we moved in, I'm like, we're gonna put all the merch in here. Just put all the boxes in. I'll organize everything on the shelves. I still just pull the shit out of boxes when when orders come in. <laughs> not for us. We don't have merch yet. Mike is in a bunch of bands. Oh, okay. He has band merch like crazy. <laughs> yeah, but I still just like pick orders from the boxes. Like, and look at the shelves. Like, this would be a lot easier if they were on those shelves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it, but <laughs> somebody can. That's yeah. what interns are for. Yeah. <laughs> got to get interns. We got to get big enough to get interns. Did you, you do go. you have any podcast other than the Console Wars guys? Do you have any podcasts that like broadcast from the? From uh, the we're going to have Delco After Dark, uh, which is run by Carl Park. Um, they will be, he is planning to broadcast the entire time, um, <laughs> which is wild. Uh, I don't know how sustainable that is, but he's going to try. Uh, Carl's, Carl's pretty, uh, intense. So it'll be a lot of fun with Carl there. Uh, and then I know we have, uh, the dad mented geek is going to be geek. Den is going to be showing up. Uh, they're coming from Lehigh Valley. Uh, they're going to have different artworks too, because he sells books. And uh, I think, I don't know if he's going to do podcasting from there, but he may be um, recording some stuff um, for his podcast. Fitted sheets. Fitted sheets, yeah. <laughs> you should literally make that the merch for, like, you know how, like, every Comic-Con has, like, a special edition merch? You should yeah. See if someone can screen print your logo on fitted sheets and just give them out. That should be the logo. Frank, we, we'll have to talk about this at the next meeting. Are you kidding me? I have uh, duvet <laughs> covers that on with my artwork on it. I've yeah. got oh, it's amazing. curtains with my artwork on it. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. That's it, incredible. I came I so close to buying Prince fitted sheets. Yeah. For my bed mm -hmm. with with Prince the artist on them. Yeah. Because yeah. they sell them on his. Because now that Not he's dead. Yeah. Now that he's dead, they just sell anything on his yeah. website. And they had fitted sheets, but it was so expensive for the king size ones. Right. This is really soon, and it's probably too soon. But like, you think they'll ever have Carl Weathers fitted sheets? Because I would buy those. Yeah, it's they Apollo Creed. They right? have yeah, uh, yeah, Rocky Balboa sheets. Yeah, yeah, there's gotta be like Apollo ones. Yeah, like, I had Dick Tracy. You know what I mean? So you gotta get. There's gotta be a like a sheet set of Apollo. Yeah, 
That has to exist. Give it a second. Give it. He's the man's only been man's barely cold. Right. <laughs> barely cold, please. Nope. Jimmy's already calling for his family to cash Photoshop in. Photoshop and shifty fingers are working as we speak. <laughs> Action Jackson pillowcases. I'm. Dead. Oh no! I want him with one arm from the Predator with, with vanity holding on to him. You know? With vanity. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you? You guys ever speaking? So getting back into comic-y stuff. Did you ever hear the fan theory that Chubbs is Carl Weathers from the Predator? No. Had, had his arm cut off. No, but that's funny. Yeah, I like and it. Like that's that's where he did. Like the, he actually got away, and he became a golf pro. But he had one arm because because he told everyone that's it was awesome. an alligator, but it wasn't an alligator. It was the predator. That's real to me now. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's an awesome. One. <laughs> yeah. This is a pretty great fan theory. <laughs> I was like, that's great fan theory, dude. Awesome. Yeah, that's real there's to some, me. There's now. some really good ones out there. Yeah, there definitely is. That'd be a cool panel to do, like the fan fan theory conspiracy tie-ins. Like Jar Jar yeah. being a Sith. Yeah. You're right. It would never end. It would be the longest panel ever. Because people would just keep bringing ever, stuff yeah. up. <laughs> There'll just be people gathered in the parking lot continuing the argument for yeah, months exactly. you know, after the con is over. On the trolley, you know? <laughs> They'll have a barrel <laughs> fire and a bunch of Wawa hoagies <laughs> with fucking meatballs. They'll be like, oh, dude, the Ultimate Warrior was, a, was two different dudes. <laughs> yeah. Yo, guy. Undertaker's not the same Undertaker that he was on the first one. Oh my god. He's a clone. He's a cl- <laughs> yeah, right. They fucking clone Taker. Wrestling wrestling conspiracy theories are wild, man. Oh, dude. My favorite one is Stephanie McMahon and Macho Man had an affair. And that's why uh, Vince what, never seems tried like to bring 14. Back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I believe that. I I love I love Macho too much to mm. believe that he was that he was like that. But then I watched that A and E about him, and I was like, uh, "This is a lot closer to reality than I actually wanted it to be." <laughs> I was just—I haven't seen that, but I'm choosing to remember him as the great man and great rapper that he lives on as in my mind. Be a man, Hogan. No, be yeah. the best—the best rap song of that year. <laughs> be a man, Hogan. I can't tell you how much I've listened to that song in my life. I remember <laughs> when it first came out. I didn't even know it came out. Oh, I went to Best Buy the day it came out. I was at the wall, <laughs> and the wall used to have headphones where you could scan the CD yeah. and it would let you play it. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Macho Man has a rap album? Nice. No way. I was like, no way. This is one of those kids' albums that they released where like all the wrestlers did the WrestleMania theme, mm. and they played it for years. Or like when Vince McMahon did Stand Back, you know, in the 70s yeah. when he had and Hulk, Hulk Hogan was playing the sax, even though he actually played the bass. <laughs> so but i remember listening to it and being like man macho man actually did a rap album that this is hulk hogan like what a dude what an awesome dude <laughs> i don't even care if it's good like the fact what an amazing timeline we live in that confidence in life <laughs> to be like i have a terrible singing voice my voice literally sounds like i'm chewing on gravel all day i'm gonna make a rap album and diss this guy for being a dick to me like what what balls dude that's awesome. He is the the madness, dude. The madness. I love that guy. I wish he was still alive so bad. Yeah. Tree, tree took him out. Now, are there any um, like any hacks or anything anybody should know going into the con to get ready for it? Hacks? What, what do you mean? Like a life hack. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, you can buy your tickets now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
Take a walk, take a walk around the whole thing. Remember what you saw. Think about it, and then go buy it. You know. Yeah, yeah. They'll start. They'll start at the front of the door, and uh, you know, pull out the credit card, and then by the time you get to the other side, you're broke. You know. So taking a look at what you want, and it's gonna be there, and uh, you know. See what also, don't like. ever hit a, a Comic-Con with Frank because he will see something before you and he'll scoop it up so fast you won't even get a chance. <laughs> get Shut it. up, Mark. Shut up, Mark. Frank and I hit a con one time and we both saw this statue and he was like, yoink! He was so fast <laughs> on it. I sat there, I was like, damn! And the price was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. And I just looked at him. I was like, "Yo, good for you." He's and he's smiling. I said, "Bro, that was that was that was definitely good. That was good." But no, I mean, it's there's no hack for a con except be prepared. And the nice yeah. thing is, it's like, dude, we're affordable. It's fifteen dollars for Saturday, ten dollars for Sunday. If you get the tickets to the VIP event on on uh, Friday night, which is like uh, with Claudia Wells, the Q and A, and you get the pictures with the DeLorean that we're gonna have. And watch um, Back to the Future, the movie at the media theater. And, and you can come dressed up in a cosplay for that. And uh, we're going to have a contest for that. Dude, that, that, the hack is there because you just, if you buy the tickets to the VIP event, you get to go all weekend to the uh, the Comic-Con. So, do you have, um, do you have a, like a contest going for like the best cosplay for Back to the Future? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly I feel like what if have. somebody dresses, and this is just, I'm throwing this out there. If somebody does it, they would win this. If somebody dresses as Biff's Ford with the manure in it, I feel like that's the ultimate cosplay for Back to the Future. Like after he hits the truck, yeah, because they have a Hot Wheels of that. Dude, right, I'm just going to show up. I look it. like a pile of shit every day. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like... Pete, you could just jump in a car. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think we joked about that when we were talking about getting a car. We're like. Yeah, I wonder if it's cheaper just to get a Ford and just dump manure in it and put it out front. I bet you people would sit in it too and take pictures. I'm not even uh, that'd be horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. would. Hundred percent, they would. There's got to be some sort of sanction or some sort of like law that says you can't you can't let people sit and shit or pay to do it. Or yeah, it's a yeah. or, or it becomes a fetish con instead of a comic con, and then it's a whole other animal. Yeah, we're not touching that. Yeah. <laughs> here, Claudia, come take a picture over here. You're like, no. This I'm is going a car for the movie. You remember? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so I mean, there's dude, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. Enjoy and then you know, for anyone that's coming, it's like definitely just enjoy yourself and um you know. Yeah, we've got Mark McKenna. So um uh you know, figure out which books he did, bring him with you. You know, yeah. people say, you know. Uh, oh man, I, I I forgot that book that you did. It's at my house. Hey, look it up now. Pack it away. See the ones that he has. We've got a few comic book comp, uh, uh, shops there. You know, see what they got. If not, bring your collection. You know, hey, be nice. You know, and uh, hey, you'll sign. You know what you want. You know, I got I got burnt by that one year. I went to New York. Yeah, I mean, people go. Oh man, I I've got that book that you have right there, but it's at home. Okay, yep. Brian Azzarello. Yeah, I had a hundred bullets. It was the it was a, the volume one combined. I love that book. I love his him as a writer. I went to go meet him, and I'm like, shit, I didn't bring the book, so I had to buy another copy of it just to get him to sign. Which yeah. ended up working out better because I can read the one I have, and mm -hmm. then I can keep the one that he signed. But it was oh, like, sure. and he was like not personable at all, and I was very disappointed by that. 
Mm-hmm. I was expect because I was like, dude, you like because this is the truth. I was like, you brought me back to comics because like I stopped reading for a while, right. and then I read a hundred bullets. I'm like, I love this, and I was like, you brought me back, and he goes, oh, sorry about that, man. And I'm like, that's not. I, I wasn't. Response. This wasn't a joke. Like I was being serious. Like, <laughs> thanks, guy, for ruining my dream. <laughs> I was like, next you're gonna tell me that Macho Man isn't real. <laughs> well, sometimes you know, uh, uh, a day you know, uh, Mark sat at a con his first time, you know, so the whole thing. And it's it's not easy sometimes. And if you do it uh, multiple times uh, a month, um, different places around the year, flying it uh, it kind of wears on you. And sometimes, uh, you know, it can get a bit snippy. You know, so yeah, I can see that. So you know, hey, look, they they're they're people too. They have folded sheets as well. <laughs> I know I do. Crushing yeah. it, bringing it back around like that. No, you know, that's good. Just, you're you know, you're a podcast veteran, huh? <laughs> yes, he is.